City News. We speak first. Reach our hotline on 0302-976-732 and get interactive on Facebook, City 97.3 FM and Twitter at City 973. City 97.3 Accra The city is alive on 97.3 Charlie, I will learn how to drive pair. Cause this year I'm done with Chotro. Charlie, but why? You hit some block money or something. The Bell Chill and Win promo, man. Charlie, as I chill with my Bell Cola, the Puka or Tamarinda, no, then I cruise for my brand new Picanto. Ah, uh, but how? Bell Beverages say the next time you buy your favorite Bell Beverage, whether Squeeze, Bell Aqua Active, Big Boss, Bell Breeze, Bell Mott, and any other Bell Beverage, try out at least 20 of the labels. Take put envelope inside, then wrap your name, then your contact. Drop them at the Bell Beverages depots and distributors nationwide. And voila, you stand a chance of winning fantabulous prizes like TVs, fridges, and other home appliances, shopping vouchers, Bell product hampers, and the grand prize in the kill me set. Be brand new Kia Picanto in the Bell Chill and win monthly raffle draws. Her Bell Beverages just they pop. Bell Beverages, refreshing the nation. This advert is FDA approved. This promo is being run on the NLA Caritas Lottery platform. The city is alive on 97.3. We're happy that we found our man. We are very grateful that he agreed to come. Even though the terms were not what he would expect. But one thing that he's always said is that he he feels he has unfinished business here with Ghana. And that is the biggest motivation for him and his team. And for who he is and for what he has achieved with Ghana... We firmly believe that this is not Matra Makwe. This is not Matra Makwe. This is not Matra Makwe. Because he's done it. He knows Ghana. He knows our culture. He knows our players. He knows our attitude. He knows our food. For which reason, we firmly believe that we have the right man in place. Who the hell is he? The man comes in one, you sack him. And then somehow somebody decides that this old, whatever it is, it, it should be brought back together. You see, the only thing that God gave to the football fraternity of Ghana, I mean, you, Milovic, let them get a new coach. If they haven't already signed him, the sports minister is here. He should be here to be listening to this. Where is he? Why are you the sports minister? He might be here. He's put in the American. Sack him if you haven't done that already, or you yourself will be sacked. I didn't watch the match, I must confess. I didn't. For some time, I stopped watching them. But on this particular occasion, speaker, I wasn't very well. I was afraid that if I watched them, my condition was going to deteriorate. I didn't. They become pretty risky, a bit like the English set of players we have now. Mr. Speaker, there's a question I want to pose to the blasters of Ghana. LA number one Contisco, where are you were there? You would all testify to my agility. I could dive to the ends of the post. I could. I will lens the cash. That's how they referred me to. It it was a very difficult game and very, very challenging because uh, throughout the game we were taking the lead and they were equalizing and uh, fortunately for us the second equalizer they had 
raise our image, our determination, and uh, raise our game up, and uh, we got our third goal and happened to win the game. I see. But uh, fundamentally for us, our last game against Inter Allies, we won. So that also motivated us to believe that this was a game we have to win. And by the grace of our, of our God, the good Lord, motivated us, projected us, directed us, dictated us for us to go through to win this game. Coaching is putting your thinking into action. That is all what coaching is about. Now, I studied them, I showed them, I revisited the match they played against us. Then I saw that we gave them enough space to operate because they are full of techniques. The boys, the 14, 20, 10, 8, 12. Very, very with the ball. When you give them space, so we try something called uh, tracking and getting free. Track them, get free and play. So we deny them the space for them to maneuver. In terms of power play, it's zilch. If you watch our game against Mali, the young man was running away from taking uh, in, uh, taking the ball. He didn't want it. Give me away, give me away. He was practically running away. He was running away mm-hmm. when we were and when we were being marooned and we were under attack from the Malians, and he had the opportunity of staking a claim in the team. Anytime an attempt was made to him with a ball, with a pass, he's running away. He's running away, leaving the ball, hiding, <laughs> hiding behind opponents. This whole Telemundo, hmm? it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, um, <laughs> it's, it's something that sometimes... For the, for the uninitiated, Telemundo is a channel that shows telenovelas. Yes. <laughs> so this is like a soap opera. It's like a soap opera. <laughs> this clearly is a soap opera. <laughs> it's, it's, it's winding down. So let's call uh, Estramandura Man from Estramandura Man. Ah, Mora. When the boy is coming to the player, he's running away. <laughs> you know what's the game? And shockingly, there's a certain Odum has blamed the grass for his defeat. <laughs> the sun when it came out, the sun when it went down, the rain when it fell, the rain when it didn't fall, the pole because it was too rusty, the net because a trampart was torn, his opponent because their fans were shouting Are you saying that Odum blames everything, the elements, by himself? It is never his fault. In fact, in the famous Odum interview, he said that, listen, he said that the team lost because the defenders know. They were supposed to be playing three back. And when they are in transition, they are supposed to go for it. But they were not going for it. And I was telling them, go for it, go for it. And they were not minding me. And now we are, I'm very, very disappointed in my place. I'm very, very disappointed in my place. You are really wrong for this. You are wrong for this.
welcome welcome and welcome again to our humble abode sports panorama we are live this weekend it's the final day of premier league action who walks away with the epl title who makes the top four and as if it's a good thing there's a relegation slot up for grabs who grabs that final slot Charlie looks like food poisoning and things have set into people's camp again Charlie what's going on we'll see if we can squeeze in some time to talk about Kelian Mbappe because what's going on there I'm not happy but today is the day we will get the Ako Nana Sermon. Ako Nana Sermon. If you know, you know. If you've been listening to Panorama, you know. But of course, the biggest news of the week belongs to Ashgold and Inter Allies. This is how it's been so far. Or the Assemnaba. If you don't know what's going on, well, let me break it down for you. So, just about two weeks ago, the General Secretary of the GFA was in the studio, came to help us break down a few issues. Otoado, Ghana's World Cup, Princesses, Maidings. And at the end of the show, we told him that, Mr. CEO, the match-fixing scandal investigation has taken eternity. What does the FA have to say about this? And he kindly broke it down and said that we were going to get it very soon and that it was going to be a very, very thorough job. This week, there's been debate about how thorough the job is, if there are loopholes in it. Well, the basics of the matter, again, let me refresh whoever is joining us for the first time. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Daniel Kranting is in the studio. He'll be delivering a special sermon today. I, I, I just recommend that you get yourself a cold bottle of puka or squeeze and just maintain and wait for the sermon. 
Meanwhile, Lampard has been doing his own thing. Just to digress a little, I saw something today. They say Lampard maintained the position of Derby County, maintained the position of Chelsea when they hired him, and maintained the position of Everton too. So Lampard is in charge of Olu maintain FC. <laughs> I, I can't believe this. But it has happened. Back to the point. So last season, at the end of last season, a game was played at the Lenclay Stadium between Ashcold and Inter Allies. Now, um, videos emerged after the game of some very funny goals that were being scored. And so questions were asked. And then we all eventually found out some way, <coughs> somehow, that there was a plot to play a fixed match between the two teams. What happened was that the plot was to play a fixed score, which was 5-1. Now, apparently some members of the Inter-Allies football team or the, the squad itself heard about this plot and decided that not on their watch was a thing like that going to happen, namely Hashmin Musa and Gokola Hoto. Now, Hashmin Musa was introduced into the game when it was 5-0. And then Hashmin took the ball from his goalkeeper and played it into his own net to the applause of his bench. Again, there was uproar over this. They, they went on to score a second goal. And so the game that was fixed for 5-1 eventually ended 7-0. I think we have to state clearly. Mm-hmm. Hashmin Musa scored two on goal. Yeah. And he was asked at the presser. And, and if you watch mm-hmm. the, the video, yeah. when he scored the second on goal, mm-hmm. the inter-allies goalkeeper was very angry. Yeah. Are you relaxed? I'm coming. This is even just intro. He was coming to guard him. This is intro. <laughs> so this matter, this whole murky matter, Hashmin Musa... It has, it has finally come out. Like, you know, we've finally gotten a decision from the FA. But it is such a grand matter that we can't enter into it without prayers. Because the rabbi must purify Ghana football. The rabbi must purify Ghana football. Rabbi, you have called for this decision on several locations. It has finally... In fact, this is the day the Lord has made this is the day the Lord has oh, made. Okay. Rabbi, please, over to you. Hey! 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 Kenya ke Kenya bunye he. Kenya he. Kebele she. Oh chale. Bananye smoothness oh, level. Oh chale. Mina afio. Shook. Afite Ghana football. Shook. Ebe tole wake. Prosper adoke wobi ye. Mm. Prosper adoke wobi ye. Mm. Wake wahanyo omanye. 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 Oh chale. Nye bomode. Oh. Nye bomode. Nesu. GFA keto kroko ene kometo ale mi. Chale. Chale. Standing ovation. Oh, bomadin. Me, inke you. Kashi beninike. Verdict ne baba inwe ash gold ke intalasan. Mane verdict ba. Mane buwa me here. Mane buwa me here. Na me na me smoothness level. Smoothness level. Beno baka wo program ne na. Ah, 
division. Tale, tale, quick from Ponce, then now you pissy car you know. Now, who's that Ghana football name we ding into your pissy car you know? Mm. Let's continue with the story. So, after the two goals from Hashbin Musa and the 7 0 episode, so. <laughs> Jain Kong Kong say Maradona dream fee. Hello, all those boys claiming outstanding, no. Omi and you being rem, so of course they are outstanding. <laughs> Man, we are we are at this juncture right now. The decision has come out. Um, in fact, even appeals have been filed. But just to even take you to where that decision is, Nathan. After the seven nil. The GFA said that based on the videos on social media, they were going to investigate the matter. So the decision has come out, and the the main verdict is basically that both Ash Gold and Inter Allies have been demoted to Division Two. Yeah. Inter Allies were already relegated last season, so they've been playing in Division One. They are going to go a step further the next campaign. Same for Ashanti Gold. Now Ash Gold CEO um, Kweku Frempong, yeah, Charlie, looks as if Black Sheriff played a song for him. Mm, he I saw said, it coming. I said number. So here you know, he has been fined a hundred thousand. So we are we are we are streaming live on YouTube, uh City Sports GH. So if you just want to catch the show, go out there, catch the show. You might see a few things. Salah, um, you might see the breaking of bread, you might see Daniel's Akon and our dance for yeah, Ateta. Yeah, yeah. Anything can happen on this and, show. And there's Puka representing you know. I mean? don't know. Poker is in the yeah. building. You know when I mean I get freezer go be squeeze 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 Ash Gold CEO or no president Kweku from yeah, has been fined a hundred thousand Ghana CDs. His son, the CEO, oh, I think the club has the, the club has also been fined, and he has been given a ten-year yeah. ban. ban. Yep. So, so Ash Gold fined hundred thousand. Interallies fined hundred thousand. The individual, the president, has been fined a hundred thousand as well. His son, the CEO, has been fined fifty thousand, and then his son has been handed an eight-year ban, and he has been handed. A 10-year ban now in all 34 players and officials from both clubs have been caught in this net various sanctions have been handed over including to richmond lamte um, who used to play for entire last season but crossed 
the river to Asante Kotoko and has felt his smoothness level. Yeah, he has seen his smoothness level. So basically, that is a summary of everything that has happened. As good say that the decision is a joke and that they you know they will exhaust every bit of legal <laughs> they said they are shocked yeah no yeah so they, they don't say that it is a joke you are shocked that what <laughs> of course i <laughs> but look nathan and i can't explain no let's no, get into no. take us into take us into the details of the matter okay. how did the match fixing itself I mean, how was it orchestrated, okay. how was it nurtured, yeah. and how was it finally brought to fruition? Okay, so for context sake, we need to remember that the match was played on the 17th of July, mm-hmm. 2021. Mm-hmm. So on the thir- no, on the 12th of July, 2020, which was a Monday, the match was played on a Saturday. So on the 12th, around this, I'm reading the GFA's verdict too. More so lie. those who are sitting there say, what am I, I saying? I beg you, cue Nathan calls Mami Momo, I beg you. Cue it for me, I beg you. For, page Indigenous. 14, and we'll get to why we'll play Mami Momo soon. <laughs> so the prosecution showed that on 12th July, around 4.57pm, Dr. Kweku Frimpong. Or the assembly Yes. Sat, I'm not the assembly bar. Yeah, let's listen. Called Imanoni Amwa. Oh, <laughs> Now he called Emmanuel Ni Amwa and expressed interest in Ni-go-go. the match in question. Ni Amwa, aka Ni Gogo. Ni Gogo, yes. <laughs> now, Dr. Frimpon, then again, for those who are listening, I'm reading the GFA verdict. Too. Don't say that I'm the one recounting any stories. Yo. Dr. Frimpon then offered an amount of 10,000 CDs and instructed that he would in. He indicated that he would intra- instruct someone who turned out to be Emmanuel Frimpon, Ashgold CEO, to send the money. Thereon, Emmanuel Ni Amwa frequently contacted Dr. Kweku Frimpon to obtain more info on the details of Dr. Frimpon's interest in manipulating the match. Mm. Now, be- um, prosecution went on to say that before the match was played, between 12th and 19th, right, Dr. Mm. Frimpon called Emmanuel Ni Amwa on two occasions. Two, within the same period, Niamwa also contacted Dr. Frimpong six times. Mm. And within the same period, Niamwa called Emmanuel Frimpong nine times. Transaction, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ningogo, Ningogo. Now, the prosecution revealed that on Thursday, 15th July, around 10 a.m., Isaac Quist, a Momo agent, yeah. received an amount of 10,000 CDs, Mami Momo. which was sent in two batches of 5,000. Within a minute from Prince Quating, who is also believed to be a Momo agent. Mm. I, I like the little details. Mm. They, they mentioned the Momo Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Now, Emmanuel Frimpong then called Prince, Prince Quating. And typically, and Momo it is related it is, to Daniel Quating. Oh, this is fast. <laughs> That's not the rhyme. My brother, we are not in normal time. Let's know this. this. Now, Emmanuel Frimpong then called Ni Amwa around 10.23 a.m. to call... <laughs> to confirm the receipt of the money Isaac Quist sent an amount of 2,000 on the 15th to Ni Amwa on the 18th of July Isaac Quist again sent an amount of 5,000 CDs to Ni Amwa and another 2,194 CDs on the 22nd of July this was 5 days after the match had been played Hmm. now Management of Inter Allies denied any relationship between Ni Amagogo, 
and Dr. Frimpon and Emmanuel Frimpon. Mm. However, Ni Amwa Gogo admitted during their internal investigations that he had received 10,000 from Emmanuel Frimpon. Now, this is where the Jew starts coming, and I love this part. He says, <laughs> In the opinion of the committee, the money received by Ni Amwa Gogo and the phone calls on the day of the match, as well as the evidence showing that Emmanuel Frimpon and Emmanuel Ni Amwa exchanged text messages 43 times. Hey! Transaction ne ekoso 43 times between I need out to this ekoso for this between 3:12 p.m. and 4:57 p.m. during the match Oh my god Now if you understand the timing of Ghana Premier League matches our matches start at, at 3, 3 and end roughly around 4:45 You mean he was providing updates Now between 3:12 and 4:57 43 text messages were exchanged with Emmanuel Frimpon texting Ni Amwa 21 times. Mm. Hmm? Okay. Now we move on. So this is what we should all note. Now, when you go on and on and on and on, it goes that prosecution. Okay, now according to the prosecution, Richmond Lamte, this is KTS report. Richmond Lamte stated during investig- interrogation that Seth Osei of Ashgold called him at the center of the addressing room and asked him. I asked him that quote. Haven't your elders spoken to you? Let me. Mumpenyi for no ene munkasaye. Onupa ni yoye tibe ni. Ani amekenye yue kono. Now. Inyo baani bulaba ni. Ojale. Now they said. You know. So they said. According to the prosecution, it goes on to say prosecution further indicated a set or say. Said Osei's reaction after the first own goal showed his frustration about the correct score line of 5-1 being ruined. Now, I'm going to read another paragraph. And this paragraph, no joke, we should take it seriously. It says, the video also showed that Dansu Redu Mensa inter-allies goalkeeper deliberately allowed the second and fourth goals. Now, a player called... Funny. It was clear. It was clear. See... The, the, it goes on to say, Mohamed Zakari, who's a player, during investigations, told the investigation committee that Dansure Du was part of a network of individuals and or players mm. who acted to manipulate the match. Hence, his obvious negligence and deliberate acts to allow goals scored by Ashgold players. I think that is a point we should... We should we, just read that again. Just read that point again. Just read that point again. It's a very, very serious Read that point again. Mohammed Musa told the investigation committee that Dansu Redu was part of the, I'm reading the words as I see them, the network of players and or, the network of individuals, individuals and or players who acted to manipulate the match. Hence, his obvious negligence and deliberate acts to allow the goal scored by Ashanti Gold players. Interesting. So this is largely a snapshot of everything that happened. Now, those who have not seen the video, please find the video and watch it. <laughs> and look at two things. Dansu Redu's reaction to Hashmin Musa's second own goal. The one that made it 7-0. The one that made it 7 He was very upset he at Hashmin to Musa. Him. He really, really... Guys, like, like, go, go warm. Like, like, <laughs> uh, but, but to be fair... If you were me to and my defender scores me two goals, I'll be upset. <laughs> so, so that's what. Now we again those who watch those who watch those who liked it, or those who have seen the video, take your minds back to the fourth Ashanti goal scored. The ball falls to Dansu Redu, the inter-allies goalkeeper, and then he just and he back. throws it. He throws it back to the Ashanti gold guy. 
and then the guy scores. The annoying part is after the guy scores, he does a knee slide celebration. <laughs> yes. Like the DJ Drogba sort of celebration. You know. And I said, was it the second goal or the third goal? I don't know. The one that the goalkeeper was standing and then he played the shot and then he just went through his hands. Just, and he caught the ball then he intentionally threw the ball into the net. You see, now the match commissioner, the match referee mm-hmm. and the match commissioner both stated, this one says, from the referee's report, under the subtitle, incidents caused by players or team officials, the referee wrote, quote, the two own goals scored by Hashmin Musa were quite strange. He picked the pass from a teammate and kicked it into his own goal. End quote. Hmm. And watch the video well. The teammate that passed the ball to him. Hashmin gave him the ball. It was a return pass. Oh. Yeah. Hashmin gave him the ball. Hold on. Oh, and started sprinting towards his own goal. And he gave him a true pass. Yeah, so which means on the face of that, you could clearly see that Hashmi and the, yes. and the teammate yes. was not in favor of what had been It was planned. a return pass. Oh. He gave him and started running towards his own yes. goal. And he gave him a return pass. Young Kotikano. And he scored. <laughs> you understand? Interesting. Nathan, conclude now, for us. When you go on and on and on and on, um, the, the sanctions are there, but the recommendations, I think... I think the recommendations... That should be in the, on the final pages. Yes, the recommendations also mentions a number of things. Now, it says... <clears throat> Um, since mass fixing is complicated and may involve many people, particularly in this instant case, and where the combination of investigations and adjudication may take time, the committee recommends that, under such circumstances, all the teams involved and all the players involved or named in the investigation must be injuncted yes. from participating in any football-related activities pending the final determination of the matter. This is this is they mean for future reference. Yes, yeah, so for future reference. That in future, should another thing happen. Mm-hmm. The GFA should not come out and say, we have demoted you and yet you are still playing in the league. Yes. Once you are demoted, through, you are getting thrown out. Yeah. Or, when the, before the determination... The, if a case is if brought case before is brought, you, Those you two frozen. sets of teams, freeze them. Yeah. Play the rest of the league. When it's determined, then we figure out the way forward. And then they go on to talk about declaration. But they also say, match fixing and manipulation must be made a criminal offence. Hmm. And I think it is key. Why? Because in other jurisdictions, such things are not handled only by the GFA. They are handled by the criminal authorities yeah. and the law enforcement agencies. And people are thrown in jail. Go to Italy and these people are languishing in jail for match fixing. Mm-hmm. For match Match fixing is a criminal offense. So we have to do it. If we want to clean football... Are you saying, as we speak now... As we speak it's now it's crime, let me show you. Crimes like bribery in football. Mm-hmm. Even bribery itself. Bribery itself. Bribery itself under our law books is not a crime. Wow. Are you following? And uh, the lawyers can correct me and if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. So bribery in football, if I bribe you to lose a game, I've not committed a crime. It's not captured under our law books. I can't believe this. It's just an issue of morality. It's of an issue sort. of morality of a sort. Wow. And I remember in March 2019. When did we come out of normalization, Trent? 2019. 2019. The attorney general at the time, and he said attorney general, Godfrey Dami, he made that point at the GFA's headquarters. Yes, yes, when yes. FIFA came out, when we were about wrapping up normalization, he said one of the things he would like to do, or one of the recommendations FIFA has given, and it's something the GFA and the government will have to look at going forward, is creating a sports tribunal where all these things, violence at match grounds, corruption in football, bribery, match fixing, all those things are tried there. What it means is that now you create space within our country's civil law, law to handle those things, but you handle them at a sports tribunal. 
and people are correctly punished. Mm. So, what I will say is this. I think the FA has done a good job. For the first time, many years ago, we saw the Narnia FC 31, whatever, whatever. Omoaseo. <laughs> that was how they were doing that game. When they, they, they take the phone and call the challenge for Narnia. And they call Sheba You know? You get it. So, I think it's good. But like the, the investigators say, or the committee has said, going forward, the GFA needs to be very up and doing. And I think that this should open the Pandora's box into more things because there are clubs who we know like doing these things. No, we know. Even we this know. season, look, even this season and last season, some of the scores, when you watch some of the scores and watch the videos, you say, ah, this game, no. So the GFA, look, we pat them on the back. They've done a good job. We bashed them and harassed them. They gave us a verdict that I think makes a lot of sense. Of course, of course. there are a few things that could have been fine-tuned. For example, once the determination came out, why are Shanti Gold still playing in this league? Because they've got games to play. Yesterday, somebody drew my attention to the next four games Ash Gold have to play. They are all against teams who are either trying to fight off relegation or trying to make top four. <laughs> you, you, you get me? The, the danger, the decision is good. The decision is great. Maybe it should have been brought at the end of the season. Yep. Yes, but now that you bring it now, what does it mean for Ash Gold matches going forward? How are we sure that they'll even play the rest of the they'll game? They'll play it fair. In a competitive... Because they know that they're already going down. What yeah. is the point? And they'll feel aggrieved because they'll feel as if they've wasted their uh, money this season. You know. So, look, I think that these are things that they'll work on. But credit to the FA. I think they've presented evidence that nobody can argue against. Phone calls, text messages, Momo alerts. You can't argue against that. Mami Momo. Ah. Let me listen to friends. You you seem to have some issues with the the decision that was made or that ah, was okay, that was okay. put so out. Somebody somebody's mm-hmm. corrected us. Somebody's corrected us. Bribery and corruption is a crime, but it's a misdemeanor. Yeah. Uh huh. Misdemeanor. So what? Does it mean it's a serious crime? No, we need to understand. Misdemeanor means what? Like it's, not, it's a slap on the wrist or what? Misdemeanor, dear. It's a it's a musician that used to work. <laughs> My brother, behave yourself. <laughs> behave yourself. <laughs> I mean, I, what does that mean? No, so I, I, I think I think people would like. Yeah. Would, so if something's a misdemeanor, I, I think I think we have a yeah, we have a we have a legal counsel. brain uh, here. We can just get some West quick counsel. interpretation of, of a matter. Salom, Salom, yeah, he's he's around. Well, he's a, it's we, a, a, a law. If we can bring him here really it's quickly, a non-indictable offense. Uh-huh. A non-indictable mm. offense. And less serious, it's, it's less serious than a felony. Mm. Less serious. Mm. So, I've so, now even areas where we don't understand. Ca- Council looks a little, uh, he looks a little alarmed that we are inviting him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, Council, so, this is debut on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Council. So, so, Stella Madonu is our legal brain here <laughs> at 97.3. Why is bribery a misdemeanor? Why is it a misdemeanor? And what does it mean? What does it mean when we say bribery is a misdemeanor? Well, I mean, uh, crimes, uh, I mean, the status of crimes, I should say, are determined by statute. So that is how the statute makes it. Okay. So, you know, recently there's been discussions about making uh, corruption, for example, which currently is, is is a misdemeanor, a more severe <laughs> offense. Corruption you understand? So, yeah, it is. So, so, so certain crimes like murder, etc., we call them indictable because they are pro- the, the, the mode of trying them. Um, it's quite different. You know, they don't try them summarily. They try them by indi- indictment. There's a process, a committal process, etc. So, so, so that's technical and quite different. So, um, generally, or maybe in summary, misdemeanors are like the lowest forms of crimes. Normally, uh, from maybe a day to about three or five years. You know, anything above that 
enters the, the felony errors. So, so, so that's how it works here. Yeah. Mm. Thank you very much, Salom Adonu, giving us some clarification there. Yeah. So, Uchiya Briber, out to them one day. Charlie. Mm. So, okay, so somebody says, Miss Demina carries a punishment not more than three years. Yeah. That's from my very good friend, Kofi Sam. Okay. okay. So, in other words, when the Munche. You know, uh, first and foremost, I just want to say, add to what Nathan said about the timing. I really think that there could never have been an ideal timing for this, to be honest. Hmm. Because whichever time they release this, I think the consequences were always going to be the same. Whether at the beginning of the season, at the start of the season, the middle of the season. Bottom line is, we had been crying for this for a long time. Yep. And it needed to be done. Uh, like the indicator and the recommendation, some of these are very tricky. So it can take a lot longer than, than usual because they have to request for telephone, mm-hmm. you know, e- exactly. Uh, those things will... Take about a year for this yeah, to come those out. things can take... Yeah, the match, for, match was actually July. 10 months. Yeah. It took yes. 10 months. July 17th. Okay, yeah, so July, so it's not even a year. Yeah, yeah 10 months. Um, you know, if you write to the telecos, you will need a court order for them to release all those. So those things can take time. I just feel like the day so this is my 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 first issue the day the decision came out is mm-hmm. the day they should have kicked out ash gold and inter allies immediately, immediately quick you mean there should have been no waiting to the end of the season no waiting to the end of the season that ruins everything it compromises everything but that doesn't that affect teams who are innocent it is simple we are cleaning a house <laughs> everybody needs to contribute to that house cleaning and the small sacrifice all of us will have to make will have to be the inconveniences of losing these two teams. So if you kick out Ash Gold today from the Ghana Premier League, subtract their points, oh, or anyway, cancel, yes, cancel every Ash Gold game. game. So cancel every Ash Gold game. It is not, that simple. So if you, took, game, if you took six points from them, those six points are gone. Yes. If you took zero points I, from I, them, I think I think the clubs will raise a lot of uproar about They that. will, but at the same time, this is something that requires getting people together and making them understand that it is a small price for all of us to pay for the ultimate But is it that simple though? Because it is, six, six points might take somebody who is surviving into relegation. It, it might. It might. But so then, then at the same time, you also still have time to be able to survive. There are still five games left to the end of the season. Yeah, actually, because look, I agree with Fen in the sense once they've they've chosen to bring out the verdict now, mm. like Nathan also said, how is how can we guarantee that the next it's, five it's games of Ashford is going to be fairly? It played? is very it's, it's impossible. And look at the players; some of them were given thirty man bans, forty eight man bans. You really think that these guys, for the next five matches, this guy would go in playing competitively, knowing that for the next four years they will never play football. And you think that these same guys, because this is Ghana Premier League, the betting companies won't just take out Ash Gold alone. You understand? So what is to guarantee that these guys won't see these next five matches as a way of making money? Hmm. They can easily go and bet against themselves scoring own goals. 
and we could have very comical <laughs> matches going forward. But it's true. Very possible. So, you know, there's so many scenarios that are possible as a result of the decision to allow them to continue to compete. And that has to be sorted out. I think the GFA will have to sit with the clubs. They will have to make a decision. Because ultimately, that recommendation even said that. That going forward, that's what should happen. And I think that the going forward, no, it shouldn't start from from next season. It should start now. Okay. Where everybody indicted, everybody that has now uh, been fined, been banned, that effect, that 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 ban, that decision takes effect immediately. I think that's the only way uh, we can we can move forward, knowing full well that we have we have solved part of the problem. Um, having said that. You know, both clubs are have filed appeals. Yeah. You know, against the decision, and 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 the the DC did what they they, they did. They 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 did they, they 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 did the work that they did. But reading the report, and this is my honest opinion, I have so many more questions than answers. And Nathan talked about the weight of evidence, mm-hmm. and you look at the ruling, and you look at what was. Uh, what was presented, the evidence that was presented against the charges and then against the rulings, mm-hmm. then you notice that apart from the case of Kweku Frumpon and Emmanuel Frumpon and their exchanges with Nigogo, mm-hmm. all of the other individuals that were punished, mm-hmm. especially some of the players, there is no mention of what sort of crimes <clears throat> a lot of them actually committed. And there is no... And, and the evidence, even the evidence, so the evidence is not, is not, not shared. substantive enough. Or, or in some or cases, it it's explain. even non-existent, yes. Yeah. So I would have liked. For a more thorough breakdown of why. Yes, and I know maybe. individual so. Yes, eight. but even, even in the case of Kweku Frimpon and Emmanuel Frimpon, we are told the exchange text messages or whatever, 43 times, 47 times. We don't know the content of the text messages. But clearly, they, but they, can't, they, they won't, they won't, they won't put the content in the conversation. But I'm saying that. You but see, it's quite obvious whatever it is they said in those messages. Uh-huh, it? So, in that case, that's what I'm saying. In, in that case in particular, they did, they did they a thorough did, job yes, on that. Yes, exactly. The rest of them, I have way too many questions. You understand? And it doesn't help. You see, you take the case of inter-allies, for example, and you look at the entire evidence against inter-allies. You see, I, I, made, I make this point all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, you see, this is, this is, this is common sense and it's law at the same time. So if you have uh, for example, you charge somebody. Everything that you do is against the charge. So I'm looking at, for example, the charges that were leveled against them. Charge one, charge two, charge three. Mm. Look at the charges. Count one. Count one. They were charged for a breach of Article 345A of the Premier League regulations for instigating, commanding, Who and counselling. Are you, are you talking about interallies? Yes. Yes. So they were charged for instigating, commanding, and counselling their players to play a fixed match or a match of convenience. Thank you. And, on that charge. And, and, and on that charge. And is no, I, I have read that report so many uh, times. On that charge, there is nowhere in the report where it was obvious or where the disciplinary committee satisfied mm-hmm. the premise that anybody at Ashgold 
or the uh, sorry if inter allies or the club inter allies the corporate inter allies the corporate body inter allies the illegal entity inter allies actually counseled their players and told and commanded them all this is the charge counseling commanding their players to go and play a match of convenience. From what you read, there was one where you read, we asked him to, 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 to read again. To read to again. Repeat, yeah. He said individual players. Yes. Yes. So, so, so long as you have been able to identify those individual players, for me, for me, those individuals, once identified and duly punished, I feel like in the case of inter allies I can't see the full proof against the, the body corporate as one that is guilty of the because, count one again, charge, for good, example. Good, because, I, because in the Asgold case, you did state that messages were exchanged. Yes. In the Interallies case, what you're trying to say is what exactly constitutes instigating, counseling, and, and in the end, affecting that by entire the, process. By the institution Interallies. Yes. No, because of the role that they play. Yes, yeah, they play. Because now, see, the Agogo guy, is he Interallies? So they, 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 they did mention that he he was eventually mentioned as a volunteer but after after they after they verified it was noticed that his name was in the fifa connect system in re, with regards to an attachment to interallied football club so that is from so the 2014-15 season yep. there is yep. no evidence of him being in their system now now uh, no even not even when the now game was even, now is even inconsequential when the game in was the played 2021 uh, sorry 2020-2021 as i won the game was played yes as i won the game was played you understand so and this guy at the disciplinary committee sitting said countless times that what he did he acted on his own he traveled with the entire team back so in the allies can say all they want that he's not part of the, you can't be traveling with the guy and well, tell us no that he's not but having said that of all the people, look at the hierarchy of people involved in the Ashgo case. The people who were dealing, and look at the inter-allies, and look at the, the character honest. who was involved. That's it. That was the only guy who was involved. And this guy has also gone to sit there, and he's told the people that he was acting all on his own. And I'm looking at the entire thing, I'm wondering how, for example, inter-allies as a body corporate, uh, is guilty of this particular count one charge. So, for me, I'm struggling in that area, honestly. That is one. Oh, and that's fair. Yes. Yeah. Number two, I'm wondering how, for example, inter-allies as a body corporate benefited from this whole act. Yeah. Even if, you know, no, even I've not if, thought of that, to be honest no, no, with no, you. No, you have to, you have to, you have to have benefited. So, what was the benefit of inter-allies? What for did them? they stand to benefit? Yes. So, if the thing I mean, I think, I, I think, I, 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 think I, can, I can answer to that a, a little. Because, again, like the decision says, it doesn't mention inter-allies as a body. Yes. It pinpoints certain officials within inter-allies. No, and one, then, one, one official. One and, then, and then, Richmond, Richmond Lamptey. So, I think that's In the enough. case of Richmond Lamptey, mm -hmm. he was asked whether... The big man in the team hasn't spoken to him yet. When he was out, when Setose asked him, mm -hmm. he was surprised because nobody, surprised. Spoke nobody had spoken to him. You so understand? that alone exonerates the allies officials of instigating Getting their players. The players from. You understand? So it's a it's a bit murky. Maybe the DC. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they have other evidence against the body corporate in the allies and how certain members from the very top from the board level acted in conjunction with the people of Ashgold to fix this game, I really have, per the weight of evidence, I have struggled 
to really uh, pin connect, this on connect them. The dots, exactly. Yeah. And and you add that to the fact that this this new go go character, you know, uh, was the one that did everything and has gone to the DC mm -hmm. to say that he was acting all by himself, all alone. And the money involved was actually established 10,000 CDs, and the money was sent to him. And you wonder, would Interallage go and fix a game for 10,000 Ghana CDs? Hmm. You understand me? So it's so many questions. So that, that's my first. That's my first issue. And in fact, somebody else can even say the same for 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 Ashanti Gold. In the case of uh, Richmond Lamptey, the evidence against him was from a third party. Yes, he. Yes, he. In fact, read that part. For Richmond Lamptey, actually, your paper is long. I have it just here, right in front of me. It says, Gokel, Gokel Ahoto, a player of Inter-Allies, indicated that Mohamed Zakari mm -hmm. of Inter-Allies told him that they have placed the match on a bet. Now, listen, you know, Hashmin they then said the that. Yes, Hashmin then said that. Mohamed Zakari told him that he saw... Richmond Lamptey giving a piece of paper, piece of paper to somebody. <laughs> so they didn't hear from Richmond. the Mohammed Zakari himself. himself. Hashmi. And I got, you see, so there, there's too much hearsay. Mm -hmm. This one said that I, it's like. Uh, but I, but I, I want to also assume that they interviewed Richmond Lamptey or they spoke to him. Yeah, but they he and he gave his side of a story mm -hmm. on what was on the paper. He yeah. admitted handing a paper to the. And they said on that piece of paper he had asked. Somebody, somebody to stake a bet for him yeah, that, on that's the what they game. claim yeah and no the the, the 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 allegation was that there was a phone number on the piece of paper and he gave it to their team yeah. manager and the team manager is the new or whatever new the Google. new Google guy and new Google was supposed to call that number tell the person to stake a bet on the correct score of 5-1 this is the allegation Richmond Lamptey was called he explained that he handed the paper to new Google with a phone number on it, but the paper it was the phone number of his younger brother, and that he was called, he was asking him to call him to do something else for him, <laughs> other than a bet, stake a bet. So, make you buy a so it is your word against mine. It's very, it's very funny. You understand me? But that is, if the DC have been able to establish that maybe he's lying. You sometimes when you look at somebody, when you interview somebody, say that. we don't know what so, happened so, when, so, they, so when for, they spoke to exactly. him. Exactly. So for me. That's not even so. I'm not trying to support Richmond Lamptey. I'm just saying that the whole what is captured in here doesn't necessarily shine enough light on thank you of all the individuals happen. involved. Because, like we said, 34 officials from both clubs, yes. officials and players, and it doesn't speak about everybody in there. But yeah. I, I guess and, and, you know, just wrap it up for us. Let me yeah. So, for me, I, I and the reason I bring these things up, I feel like, and this is my opinion, I feel like. The DC could have done something to save the clubs and dealt away with a lot of the individuals. And I say this particularly in the case of Ash Gold. It is very sad to see what one man's actions, only four years after acquiring the club, has done to this great football institution. Yeah, no, in the we case have of Ash Gold, there's no way that, uh -huh. could so have, that they could have dealt with and you see, and, and this The is individual it. is the club. He yeah. owns the club. And it, so raises, and it raises a lot of questions about our ownership structure. Yeah. And whether we actually have one. I don't think we have one. You know, and how we test ownership. Because, you see, this is, this is so unfair. Ashanti Gold is a great institution. I have been... I, I used to work in Kumase. I grew up there. I go to Obwasi almost every other weekend. 
Listen, I'm not just saying this, but Ashgo was the one thing that was keeping that town alive. Ashgo is basically football royalty in Ghana. Ashgo yeah. was the one thing that was... So for me, the mining firm decision to... To, 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 to sell, the, sell off the that majority was, uh, Ahenfo said it. That was the beginning. Yeah. And you see, in hindsight, Kotoko actually dodged the bullet. Because <laughs> this man was desperate to take over Kumasa Santu Kotoko. And he may be an accomplished businessman in his own light, but in, in the individual case of Ashanti Gold and what he's done with this football club, it is very unfortunate. And his rhetoric hasn't exactly helped. Because the sort of things he says to people when the cameras aren't watching, the sort of things he says. Look at the know, sort of things Seth Osei is on social media saying. Saying. After the game. It's and that he is the reason. The and, you see, of the issue. and let me. It's one of I the had, reasons had, Seth Osei was had, not signed by Kotoko. I had one of a person very close to Ashcode mm -hmm. virtually threatening me after this program. Yes, he played the audio I to me. I played the audio to him. He said that, why am I refusing to talk about Ashcode? And I'm, I'm, I've been very. I said, ah. You've woken up early morning at six o'clock. I'm on my way to work, and you call me to question why I said I will not speak about Ashgold until a verdict on this matter is. Do you have to tell me what I have to say on radio? The guy eventually told me if I think I'm who I should come to Obasi, they'll pick my dead body. Friend, I played the video. Wow. I don't know where he got my number for. You mean he, death, death he called threat. me, and I just cut. I said, look, you don't call me and talk to me about Ashgold very early in the morning. When I have to pray about my family and concentrate what I'm going to do, come and clear up with your ash go. <laughs> then the next moment, Threat. Charlie, he, he sent me a very. I still have the voice on my phone. I said, wow. You probably you should, you should send that yeah, voice send to the CID. I've done so. Yeah. I've done so. I've reported the case. Yeah. And I've sent the message to people within the Ashko fraternity who are very close to the guy. And they've told me they will get back to me. It's been two weeks now. They've not gotten back to I me. I think the police will do a better job of getting back to you and getting back to them. Um, let me just round it up. Coach, just give me your two cents on this Look, matter and let's move wait, it. I'm not going to spend too much time. The lawyers, they have spoken. The fact of the matter is, if you watch the video, <laughs> you know, nothing, look, nothing speaks better than video evidence. Yep. Clearly, there was much fixing. Clearly. Clearly. No two ways about it. Unless you don't want to be honest with your... It's with, clear. It's not clear. Unless you don't want to be honest. You see, if you've got some 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 integrity to protect you should be nobody should see you defending these things at the end of the day ashgold may be an institution but the institution ashgold is not bigger than ghana football mm -hmm. interallies may be an institution the institution interallied is not bigger than ghana football it's about ghana football and that is the way it will be so if the two teams will have to be sacrificed or in other words, dealt with to save our passion, to save the game that we look, they, they have shown gross disrespect to their support base. We go to the champion stadium. Been, champion has been fighting with the Asgo support base ever imagine? since he took over the club. So therefore, he wouldn't mind. Games recently. I've seen empty stadium. Empty yeah. stadium. Yeah. You've shown gross disrespect. To the people who support these clubs, the the Gwen work, the yogurt seller, the shoe shine boy who supports Ash Gold and Interlight, put their daily bread. Forget about even what they have to eat. 
and go and, and you go and play match of convenience because yes, <laughs> in individuals must eat. Must eat. Upe sika bifiye. More. Enye sika bi ane edi bifiye. Shika shika ke ash. Shika kome kolle no ketishia. Eba joy osemi. Eba ni nu nu o minimum. And for me, look, it is what it is. It is, me, is what it is. Yes, they have filed an appeal, but. There's no way. Chris, you, you mentioned the video, right? And and yeah. Fento has tweeted, I've retweeted. Mm-hmm. And I like to say shout to the people at Kesben. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. but Ma- because minus them. Minus them. Had they not captured all the seven ghosts. ghosts. Do you know this matter would have been rumor, hearsay, legend, and it dies. Yeah. They brought out the seven They brought it out. And I always say that if you think we are kidding, just watch the seven just watch the, Go watch. Go and look at it. We, we have put the go out on oh, City God, Sports. Oh, 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 go look at it. Hey, Ganavo, GFA, it's nothing disgraceful and nothing bad. I imagine that the GFA uploaded the video yeah, five days the, ago. Yeah. They had the cameraman there. No, 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 no. It wasn't five minutes ago. They uploaded it after the video. It was Monday. No, they said five, five days, days ago. ago. Said five, yeah. 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 Five, five days ago. No, five days ago. And, and credit, look, credit, credit to Kesben. You can do it. And the, the GFA video is clear. It's clear. HDU. It's very clear. So they have yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 It's much highlight. It is much highlight. They uploaded on Monday. So 11 minutes of embarrassment and The champion man, he won't keep quiet. If you look at this thing, are you proud to defend this thing? I'm shocked. No it's more, it's, look, no more. I show up. I shock. Are you proud? No, for those of you who want to watch the video, go to our Twitter handle at City Sports Ghana. We've, we've, we've posted it there. You can also go to our YouTube our channel yeah, so, a little later and, and get it out there to watch City Sports J. So go out there and, match and, where, and look match at the goals. Where, a match where the teams arrive at the stadium and fans are chanting 5 1, 5 can 1, imagine? 5 1. Embarrassing. Hey! Let me read a few messages coming through. You can send us your thoughts via text, WhatsApp, and Telegram. 0549-986-996-0549-986-996. Sports Panorama. Benjamin Nketiah here. You had Coach Christopher Nimli, Nathan Kwa, Fento Tahiru, and Daniel Kranting in the studio with me. Show probably brought to us by Bell Beverages. And Bell Beverages just made 2022 a lot more exciting with the Bell Chill and Win promotion. Simply buy bottles of your favorite Bell Tamarinda, Bell Cola Puka, Big Boss Squeeze, Breeze, Bell Malt, and more. So go back, go back. Bell Cola Puka, Big Boss Squeeze, Breeze. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bell Malt and more. Remove at least 20 labels, put them in an envelope and with your name and contact, drop them at any Bell Beverage Depot or accredited distributor across the country and stand a chance of winning fantastic prizes in the Bell Chill and win monthly draws on TV, radio and social media. Prizes include furniture, appliances, hampers of Bell products, shopping vouchers and the grand prize of a Kia Picanto in the final raffle draw. Remember, the more envelopes you drop, the more your chance of winning. Bell, chill and win. Everyone is a winner. You can call 0544-335800 or 0544-3358900. So that's the lines to call. You can follow Bell Beverages on all social media platforms. Terms and conditions apply. This promo is being run on the Caritas Lottery platform. 
we're about to get into some Premier League talk in a bit. Let me read some messages and then we'll get into a sermon that is um, about to come up. Sam, an ardent listener from Accra, says, Happy blessed uh, birthday to Bernard Aloski Avle. Yeah, Charlie. Oh, Aloski, Aloski is a big man. God richly bless you and give you strength to continue to push Mother Ghana forward with your work. You inspire us. Nice one. This one says, If Ako Nana is Mikel Ateta in Daniel's pending submission, then he has absolutely no business critiquing him. He should be worried about United not slipping into the Conference League. The least the football world can take is a United fan tearing into a team that is above them. <laughs> At the beginning of the season, all of you in the studio predicted positions 8th and below for Arsenal. I don't think that is true. Um, and Man United as league contenders. I don't think that is true as well. Leave Alo, leave Ako Nana alone. Nana Crazy says, I don't know about you guys, but my displeasure... Uh, my, my displeasure my is... Only. My only displeasure is with the... Is the ban handed the whistleblower? Well, in, in the decision, they said that Hashmin Musa, yes, he might have intended well, but you cannot take the law into your hands. If you figure out a scheme of that sort, you need to report to the appropriate authorities. No, for all you know, he mm-hmm. got to know when they got to the pitch. Very possible. Very possible. It's it's difficult to determine when the best. But I, I, I I, I want to believe that after told the match commission exactly. Told the match. Either, either, which ways. I want to also believe that the FA interviewed him. They investigated him, and they, they ascertained how he came about yeah, yeah, his evidence. So to tell the match, most of our players are not abreast with these laws. Exactly. About. I, I think it's a little harsh, but. It is what I mean, it is. I think he's been banned for how many? Six, Six months. months. He got the shot. He's in Niger, he's at, in Niger at, at the moment. So, and, and they have said that they are going to relay the information to FIFA so it can be triggered wherever he is. So it looks but, like. But, but like Chris, I think mm-hmm. that this is a nice opportunity for the FA, not only in to, yeah. you know, enforcing the law, yeah, but reminding, to, like the, refreshing the up knowledge. I think you need to organize yeah, workshops yeah, and clinics for, the, for, for everybody involved in the league. That yeah. The match commission, on the set day, he controls everything. Yeah. So if there's an issue, please speak to the match commission. Yeah. Farouk headliner says, Coach Chris was the first person that came to mind. Kim Blacko is indeed a prophet. <laughs> this one here says, if Real Madrid wins the. Uh, Union of European Football Association Champions League. It implies that Real Madrid has successfully defeated all the best clubs in England uh, within two months. This is not good. Come on, Lipu. Um, this one says, good evening, Ben. I can't wait for coach to uh, access the outcome of Asgore and Italia because he keeps on saying Asgore didn't deserve to play in the <laughs> Ghana Premier League and finally it has happened. Um, this one from Zylex Dwayne says, good decision by the FA. However, Liverpool go win the league on Sunday. Ni Tojo from Tema Newtown says, GFA have done well with the ruling but should have finished all the leagues before the announcement. Um, Ezekiel Young says that finally it looks like the backing dog has finally bitten for our football to move to the next level and be attractive for foreign investment decisions and actions like this need to be commended it's my hope this isn't just a one-off the gfa should endeavor to be more prompt in dealing with any and all such issues to serve as a deterrent to other clubs and football people in the country um lipu mama says good evening panorama crew congrats to lipu uh champions champions of the fa epl and ucl oh Charlie, lipu mama lipu mama she defeats see the future so she see the the UCL win, where she see EPL win. I'll not be taking any more debates on that. Let's move on. Chrissy Amphil from Wager. Says the GFA and the Premier League board for once have been very firm with their decision with regards to uh, the demoted clubs. However, they took too long in their decision. Liverpool is grateful to Klopp at least 
two trophies are enough if we don't win the league and you see nobody has told you anybody that anybody is grateful please be grateful in your corner i'm not grateful for anything we want league or champions league <laughs> younger son from agboba says as the weather is attempting to make my evening sweet i go grab a can of breeze because i have plans to squeeze while listening hey! to the show. Wow. Charlie. boys there, boy. Hey, boys. This one says, Charlie, big up to you guys for the wonderful work. Please, with Ateta there, I don't tire with them. Aside that, I know Nathan is a big fan of EL. So please, if possible, can he also drop some bars on EL's title free um, from free? the... I know that song. Six. But, okay, but thank you. Okay, uh, okay. Um, me- more messages. Keep them coming. But at this point... The rabbi's assistant is ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Daniel, what, what, why the choice of song? Like, wash and wear, like, Ako Nana, like, what's going on? Like, bring us home. Ako Nana, we say waiting. Why? Oh, Charlie! Ako Nana! So, wait, the wash and wear partner is for who? Ako Nana! Oh, Charlie. This is the day the Lord has made. You see, first of all, I must issue a disclaimer. <laughs> you see, the thing is, me, I'm sitting here in Anabraka. I don't know Mikel Ateta from anywhere. You see, me, didn't know. But you see, when he was being given the job, I said something. And I said some notable things. In fact, you see, He's not a bad coach. Mm. Tactically, he has shown that he's brilliant. His ideas are very intriguing. You can see they are modern. Is this you on Ateta? No, it's true. But being a manager involves being more than just a coach. It's not just tactics. It involves a whole lot of things. And that is why I said he wasn't ready. And this season, in fact, look, if there was any season that has highlighted the inexperience of Mikel Arteta, it is this season. Now, you see, let's start with standards. Arsenal as a club, eh? you see, I, I always, all the teams that consider themselves big teams, mm-hmm. I always tell them, you see, yeah. if you are Arsenal, and I'll mention it again, this is Arsene Wenger's team. You need to first understand the standards that you've built for yourself. This is Arsene Wenger's team. This is a team that went an entire season unbeaten. This is the only team in the history of the Premier League that has a golden trophy. This is Arsenal. This is Thierry Henry's team. This is Robert Perez's team, Patrick Vieira, Dennis Bergkamp. This is a great team. So you can't, you can't limit or you can't compromise on that standard. And every appointment 
every season you must strive to reach that certain standard that you build. You must see that as the benchmark. That, that is the benchmark. And you see, ah. no matter what you want or no matter how you look at it, the standard for Arsenal is the top. Hmm. Competing every season for the ultimate. So, even though you may not be there yet in competing for the ultimate, you must be looking at the top and making sure that in a couple of years' time, you will reach there. And who are the top? Liverpool and Manchester City. And they've set a benchmark. So, for Ateta and for Arsenal, and for Chelsea and for Man United, and for everybody who expects or who feels like they're a big team and want to compete, they must start looking at those two. And trying look at to those em- two. Look, and try to emulate them. It is fact, no matter how you look at it. Now, you see... Let me go down to the nitty-gritties. Let's start with... The nitty-gritties. Thank you, my brother. When he opened in full like that, then he shift back. Then he went head full. It's going down. It's going down. <laughs> see, let's look at planning for a season. Now, every manager, every team, it doesn't matter where you are. But when a season finishes, you do a general assessment. Mm-hmm. You look at where you went wrong. You look at where you went right. You try and limit the wrongs you did. You try and increase the rights you did and make sure that when you go into the following season, you do much better. Of course, you are building, you are doing much better than you did the previous season. Now, anybody who watched Arsenal last season, if you had a technical eye and you watched Arsenal last season, you would notice, in fact, before I, before I continue, everything I'm saying here, I have proof. Today, I've brought numbers, I have proof. So, in LA, wash and oh, way. I'm not just. Wow! Oh, Chale! Wow! Oh, Chale! Oh! <laughs> so, if you watch Arsenal last season, oh, my brother. Is that? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> no, the topic is just a baby. She no more. But they need to have a book. I'm going to be too bad. No more twist. I'm going to set to book. No more book, my brother. I'm going to be in the bar. I'm going to show you a new tool. Hey, Italy. I'm going to be in you see, in terms of assessment, planning for a season, anybody who watched Arsenal last season would notice that any time Thomas Party and or Kieran Tierney went out of the team, it affected Arsenal's performance. And also their results. Any time. Now, Partey and Tierney over the last two seasons, in terms of the league, they have missed a combined 47 games. Hmm. Thomas Partey and Kieran Tierney, just the two of them. So what I'm trying to say is that Arsenal have started, in fact, in the last two seasons, Arsenal have started 47 league matches without either Thomas Partey or Kieran Tierney or both of them in the team due to injury. If you look at the last two seasons, okay, now, Thomas Partey has missed 23 games. Tierney has missed 24 games individually, combined, 47. If you look at the win rate without Thomas Partey, Arsenal are winning 37% of their games without Partey. Paltry. With Partey, it increases 20% to 57%. Huge. In fact, winning rate with mm. Thomas Partey. Mm. So, when you're a manager and you sit down at the start of this season, yep. you look at what happened in terms of injuries to these two players and you plan now when it comes to injury risk as a management there are three things that usually top managers do now three ways they deal with it mm-hmm. first one and i'll give examples 
The first one is getting a like-for-like -like replacement for the players who are most likely to get injuries. And I'm talking about key players. Now, and I'm giving examples of the top managers. When I say top managers, I'm talking about Klopp, Tuchel, and then Pep Guardiola in the Premier League. Now, if you read the backstory to the Dogo Jota um, transfer to Liverpool, mm -hmm. if you notice in the last um, three seasons, or well, let me use two seasons before Jota came in, Firmino was drying up with goals. And then he started accruing a lot of muscle injuries. So Jota was supposed to come and fix that problem. And Jota wasn't necessarily bought as a backup. And that's why I've mentioned like-for-like yeah. like replacement. They basically talk that Liverpool needed to refresh, refresh their, top their, front th their, their front three. Yeah. Now, the reason Liverpool went for him was because he can play in any of the three positions up front. Mm -hmm. And he can give similar results as any of the three. Now, the proof is there. If you look at, in fact, the Diaz deal is also part of it. Liverpool actually wanted to sign Diaz at the start of this season. They decided to hold on. And then in the winter um, transfer window, the January, January transfer window, they quickly jammed and they got him, of course, because of the AFCON. Yeah. Now, if you look at Liverpool's record in the absence of money and Salah at the record, the greens were still flowing. Hmm. Jota and Diaz stepped in brilliantly, like for like. They were doing the work. So much so that when money and Salah came back, Diaz explain jota comes in you don't really see a change in terms of results and in yeah in terms of uh, results and goals and things liverpool still produce the results that they would have or they were doing when money and salah and Firmino were playing so that is the like for like change making players available to be able to handle the absence of these players the second example or the second way that managers deal with these injury situations mm -hmm. is time management so you would watch N'Golo Kante under Thomas Tuchel. Before Tuchel came in, Kante was playing almost every game. And his injury started increasing. You would notice, any time he was fit, he was walking straight into the Chelsea lineup. But when Tuchel came, especially in the Champions League run, you saw that he was massaging Kante's game time. Yeah. He was playing almost every Champions League game. But when it comes to the league, he was sitting out. Other guys were taking off care, care of that business. Because the manager has understood the strengths of the player, understood the the standard of the player knows that this is somebody who can help us. His body chemistry exactly. has been understood. Physical state has yes. been understood. And he doesn't want chemistry. to compromise that. You, you don't need to play Kante in a game against Norwich City when you have Real Madrid. At all. No. So that's management in terms of game management, time game and time management. And then the third one is a system change. Now this is, Pep, this is where Pep Guardiola comes in. Now for those of you who have watched the All or Nothing video on Manchester City, mm -hmm. they give the backstory to on how City went out and bought uh, Benjamin Mendy and Kyle Walker. Mm -hmm. They had actually started planning even before Pep's first season came to an end. Mm -hmm. And Pep knew that he wanted a certain type of fullback. In fact, certain types of fullbacks. Mm -hmm. On the right-hand side, he needed, in fact, machines. Guys who could bump up and down the touchline with energy and also had very good delivery. And then he went for Kawaka, he went for Benjamin Mendy. Now Pep's principles are the same. And this I'm, I'm building a point so you, you guys can understand. It's about stretching the play and also having guys, enough guys in the midfield, in fact, extra numbers in the midfield to be able to outnumber the, the, the opposition in the middle of the pitch. So what Pep did with Mendy and Kawaka at the start of Mendy's first season, Mendy and Kawaka were the ones hugging the touchline. They were the ones giving City the width. Yeah. And it's very similar to what he was doing with Barcelona with um, Dani Alves and Jordi Alba. 
they were hugging the touchline. And they had two inverted wingers in Raheem Sterling, and then he was switching whoever was playing on the, the, on the right-hand side, who were inverted wingers, who were coming inside and occupying the midfield. Now, the moment B- Mendy got injured, and this is what I talk about, a, a, a system change. The moment Mendy got injured, mm-hmm. he brought in Zinchenko, and then the, on the right-hand side, he maintained what he was doing with um, Kawaka. Kawaka. Kawaka was still giving with. And Raheem Sterling was now moved from the left to the right-hand side, and he was coming inside, played on his natural side. Now, with on the left-hand side... Leroy! No, yes, Leroy Sani, to give them width. And Zinchenko, who's Stayed. actually a specialist Stayed. midfielder, Both to come in. Yeah. So the principles are the same, but the personnel is made avenue exactly, in case, that, in case somebody gets injured. So yes, Mendy wasn't there, but it didn't yes. affect Manchester City's system or their... Yes, their system... Because Pep had made adjustments to it, just in case, just in case something like that happened, and that is management. That is thinking about the West, and especially for Arsenal, especially when I've already built this premise where we all know that Thomas Partey and Kieran Tierney had serious problem with injuries. Arsenal should have done something of that sort. But let's look at what Arsenal did. Now I've listed the three ways you can deal with um, injury management. Arsenal decided to go for replacements. So get backups for both Partey and Tierney. But you see, when I said the backups, I said what like for like, especially when you're a big Not sub, not substandard. Not substandard, ah. like for like. Arsenal went for Sambi Lokonga. And Sambi Lokonga is not a bad player. But the disparity in quality between himself and Partey is so vast, it's huge. Ah. And he can't, he can't possibly do the job that Thomas Partey does. He can't. Sami Lukonga only had two full seasons of professional football before he was coming to Arsenal. When I say two full seasons, I mean two seasons as a mainstay in, the, in, yeah, in Belgium. And then on the left-hand side, he goes for a 22-year-old backup at Benfica mm. in Nuno Tavares. Nuno Tavares was sitting on the bench for Benfica and he comes in to sit on the bench for Arsenal. And you see, look, you might think I'm being harsh, but when you're a big team, you see, you have to, there's a certain standard. The players on Manchester City's bench will start for anybody. You might think I'm being harsh. Even Manchester United. Mm-hmm. If you think about Luke Shaw and you put Luke Shaw on the market today, Ooh, there's a certain him. caliber of teams that will come for him. If you put Alex Telles on the market, there's a certain caliber of teams that will come for him. If Nuno Tavares is on sale right now, you will see the sort of teams that will come for him. <laughs> you see, so for me, they didn't plan well in that. And regard. You see, mm. and now let's move on to mm. another signing they made. And in fact, that one, yes, we made very light of it, but he's actually been good. Tomiyasu. Tomiyasu. Hmm. But in Tomiyasu, there's another thing that Arteta and his guys didn't look at. Tomiyasu had missed 15 games combined in his last two seasons at Bologna. All due to muscle injuries. All of them. Be it calf, his hamstring, or his thigh. Meaning that players like this, when they play an accumulated amount of games, the risk injury for yeah, the risk in terms of injury is very high. But if you look at Tomiyasu and his use in Arsenal this season, almost any time he's fit, he walks in straight into the starting lineup. And the most notable example is just a few weeks ago. He had been out for about two months. Which series? It was Monday night. No, no, no. He came. He what? got injured on Monday night. Ah, uh-uh. Yeah, I'm saying when he oh, came uh, back. Ah, okay. The game before Manchester United, 
He came back from injury. Straight, he was in the starting lineup. And then he came straight. So he's been playing the last five matches. And now he's injured again. And you see, for somebody who is as pivotal to your system like that, you should do your background checks. And note, look, you can't compromise on some of these things. Let me just add this. What is shocking is that when you go in for a player, you should re- request for the medical report of the player. That yeah. is what allows that's why you basically do medical you, that's when you, you do medical sign well. I'm sure so you do, obviously. Sure then, sure then, then, no more. Osabute, why are you tweeting over time? You now, should leave him. Now, you see, <laughs> why? Another, another, Chris, you should give him a message. Another he's major. My, he's, my, he's my main man. <laughs> another major. No more. boy. No more. guys, another major thing is Arteta's man management. And a lot of Arsenal fans will not want to admit it. Hey. But when I finish, it's that, my way or the highway. The on the cake. Look, you admit it. The decision to let Pierre Emerick Aubameyang go in the January transfer window, and this is the key phrase, without replacing him, that will be the reason. If Arsenal don't finish, if they don't, a miracle doesn't happen on Sunday, and Arsenal do not finish in the top four, mm. that is the reason why. Let me are, tell you, are you sure though? Look, let me tell you why. Mm. <laughs> this thing is painful. When I was looking at this thing, it me. If you look at Mikel Arteta's system and since he came to Arsenal, yeah. in fact, not since he came as a manager because the only job he's had is Arsenal. <laughs> Listen to this stat, guys. Arsenal have scored fewer goals in each of the two and a half seasons under Mikel Arteta than they have in any season since 1995-1996. Do you know what that means? Before Wenger, right. Basically means that Arteta's system is not built to be banging in three, five, three, four, five goals a game. Arsenal don't need more than two goals to win a match. So, you need prolific finishers in your team to be able to execute this system. That is a fact. If you don't have somebody who can be finishing the little chances you create, to backfire against your system. Was Arteta? Was but Obama uh, had been rubbish. You wait. Let me. Let's address that. Let, let me get there. No, no, no. Yes, a legit question. He's about to answer it. So now you see, at the time Obama Young was being let go, the only other natural number nine in the Arsenal team at the time was a certain Lacazette. Laka, 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 laka. Who laka, laka. One goal, one <laughs> open uh, play goal in six months. As at the time Aubameyang was leaving Arsenal, Lacazette had one open play goal in six months. Now, guys, no matter how you look at these things, eh, you might you see Arsenal fans are screaming, do you know what was happening? Aubameyang was giving Arteta problems, blah, blah, blah. There's no we don't know Arsenal issues. So we should bring an Arsenal person to come for, and tell forget like that Arsenal part. issues. Inketia, forget that part. Inketia, star players, they always get preferential treatment. And these things, it comes with experience. There are so many examples. In Zlatan's book, I Am Zlatan, mm-hmm. he said he didn't talk to Pep Guardiola for the last six months of his stay at Barcelona. But he was playing. Mm-hmm. And he was scoring. So what does that tell you? You don't need to be my friend for us to do, do our, our job. jobs. Yep. You don't need to be my friend. You are very key and essential in my system. What if, what I if, don't what like if, you. Let, me, let me just interrupt you just okay. briefly. What if Ateta makes the argument that Look, this is a young team that is rebuilding to and trying to be elite again. We cannot allow a star player of your quality and of your ability 
to bring in behaviors that will infect the culture of the club. I said, look, today, that is where today, the man management today, skills comes today, in. Today, I came You made him I captain. I covered all grounds. You mean all oh, grounds? Let me give you an example. Thank you. Go on. When Manchester United emerged with the class of 92, and it was young, young players who were in the team, ah. and the senior player they were supposed to be looking at was Eric Cantona. Ryan Giggs gave this very famous interview where he talks about the fact that Cantona got away with everything. Yes. He will go and cause trouble somewhere and Ferguson won't do anything. Anything to him. But you try it and, you and see. see what Ferguson will do to you. And Ferguson will ask you, are you Eric Cantona? Can you single-handedly win me a Premier League title? If the answer is no, then you shut up and then you continue with your job. And obey instructions. And you obey, you obey instructions. I think you watched the last dance. I think the perfect example <laughs> was Dennis Rodman. That's the, that's the perfect example. That was the perfect example. That's the perfect. Look, you see, no matter. The coach knows how good the player is, so you he's must a, give him certain liberty. Championship winning coach, and he, but he knows that this guy is very essential to my team getting results. So I can do with his excesses, but at the end of the day, I'll get my results. And you see, for me, what I sometimes the excesses bring the results. Exactly, I feel. That at that point in the season, when Arteta looked at the games remaining, looked at his team, looked at Aubameyang, for me, if you were looked not going at to... Looked at Lacazette's record. Wretched scoring record. If you knew that you were not... not being look, closer to the team. If you knew that you were not going to get a replacement, let him stay. Just like the Antonio Conte and Diego Costa situation. Yes. They actually fought. Fought. Diego Costa wanted to leave mm-hmm. because he didn't like Conte. Conte said, Mito, I don't like you. But, but you must finish the you season. You must finish the season because we can win the league. When you finish, you then get move. out of here. And that was it. As soon as Chelsea won the league, they didn't even say bye-bye. He left. It's as simple as that. Now let's, look, now let's look at the, the gap that Aubameyang left at Arsenal. This is what will make you realize how much they missed him. Do you know that Arsenal rank in the bottom three of the worst differential between goals and expected goals since Aubameyang left? So what it means is that the goals Arsenal are expected to score and what they score, mm-hmm. Arsenal are in the worst three. The first is minus 9.7 goals for Watford. Arsenal is second with minus 7.7. And then Burnley comes with minus 7.2. The two teams apart from Arsenal, do you know where they are on the league table? A relegation battle. One has been relegated, one is battling one relegation. Is battling relegation. Yep. That's relegation records. <laughs> now, even more telling is the fact that, you see, now listen to the stat I just mentioned and juxtapose this on this one. Arsenal have picked up just four points from losing positions in the league this season. And that is the joint worst with Norwich City. So what it means is that once you score Arsenal one goal or once you go ahead against Arsenal, it's finished. It's finished. They don't have what is what they, they attack. No comeback spirit. They, they, it's not even comeback spirit. They can't score. It is very difficult for them to come back from losing positions joint west with norwich city it's bad and that is a result of not having a prolific striker and you might dilly dally and dance around obama in the last three seasons has averaged 18 goals a season so you can't tell me he's not prolific he's a banger and right now in barcelona it's he's clear he's it's clear now look at arsenal he was even playing on the left though. look at arsenal since obama young left gabriel martinelli one goal smith rowe two goals and Three. this is just the league. Lacazette, Three one goals. penalty goal. Ah, four. Saka, five goals. Inketia, four goals. Thirteen. Combined, thirteen goals. 
the people they are battling with, top four, Son has scored 14 goals in that period. One Tottenham player has equaled and the no amount, penalty. 14 goals without, 14 goals without penalties. He has scored what Arsenal's front six have scored in that period. It's a serious lack of goals in this team. And it was down to that decision. If you were really bent on letting Aubameyang go, you should have got a replacement. It was a must. And Aubameyang left on the last day of the transfer window. Yeah. And we know that Arsenal's alternative, the one they were chasing in January, was Vlahovic. And Vlahovic had put off his phone and stopped. Look, he had, Arsenal couldn't reach him again. He had told them, I'm going to Juventus. So Don't call me. You Don't knew, call me. You knew that he was going to Juventus. You knew for a fact. So then you should have backtracked on your decision. And we've seen managers backtrack on their decision. Look at the Dembele matter. Dembele was going to leave. Barcelona told him, get out. And when it was a week to the transfer window and they saw the when he was not getting offers, he said, okay, fine, you have quality. You come and play to the end of the season. I'll make a decision. Look at Dembele today. Look at the assist he's making since January to now. Give it to them. He's a serious part of Barcelona's plans. Now that is fact. He stays. Now, you see, let's go to the last one. Arsenal have bottled this. But they don't want to tell you. But me, I'll tell you. They have bottled this top 14. They have pa, 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 pa. games in nice. hand FC since January 20th. Games now in hand Listen, FC. This is so key. Since January 20th this year, Arsenal is the only team, or were the only team pushing for the top four, that had no other commitments except the league. They were the only team, so they were playing one match a week. Tottenham Hotspur, they exited FA Cup, their last competition in March. Man United exited Champions League in March. That's two months after. West Ham United exited FA Cup in March and then subsequently Europa League in May. Six points, Arsenal. Six points they were ahead of Tottenham Hotspur with a game in hand. And there were 12 games to go. That was right after Tottenham Hotspur had exited the FA Cup. Arsenal were leading them by six points and Arsenal had a game in hand with 12 games to go. Arsenal went on to lose half of those games. Abba. Just 12 games. They've lost six. Six out of those games. And you see, four out of the six defeats came against mid-table teams. So games that on paper they were supposed to be winning, they lost. Southampton, Brighton, Crystal Palace, Newcastle. Games that at this point in the season, you see big teams rising to the occasion and winning. Arsenal were not drawing who. They were losing 6 over 12. They've lost. And now they are in the position they are in. And you see, I always say this. The difference between top-class coaches and the average normal coach is how you manage crunch time. How you manage adversity. When you are going on a run and you suddenly lose unexpected, there's a reason why the following game, if you are facing club or you are facing pep, you know you are dead because you collect. Manchester City conceded two goals in one minute against Real Madrid. They were down. They flew from Madrid back to Manchester. Liverpool fans were happy. Hey, Newcastle are on form. Newcastle swallowed five. They went to Wolves. Wolves swallowed five. That is a top manager. There's no look, it is no coincidence that Manchester City and Liverpool have put together their best runs this season when it came to the crunch time. Liverpool have won 13 out of their last 15 matches. They've drawn two. Man City have won eight out of their last 10. They've drawn two. The best is when it's crunch time. That is when the top teams will stand up. So if you are crumbling under pressure, you have no business calling yourself a top manager. You can't lose. Oh, but he hasn't said he's a top manager. So then why is he managing a top team? Oh. It's as simple as that. You see, when resources have been available, 
Arsenal have spent the third highest after Man City. Is Arsenal still a top team? That's ah, my no, problem. They are a top they team. They are a top they, team. The way they go about their business. They are a top team. Oh. They've spent 261 million euros in the, since Ateta took over. That is third. After, uh, what's his name? Man U, um, the two Manchester class. Man U, Man City. Even to them. They spent more than Chelsea. They spent more than Spurs. They spent more than Liverpool. But it is 8th, 8th and 5th that they are finishing. I mean, they fell off from being you the see? Invincibles and this to being the, look, Champions League contenders. Look, the fact eight. of the matter is that, in Ketia, I always say this. I don't care if I'm a Man U fan. And that's the that's message. If you call yourself a top team, don't compare yourself to an underachieving Man United and feel good about yourself. At all. Don't Why do that. We, we are not happy with... with two wrongs don't make two a right. Two don't make so a right. So we've gone for 10 a Man U fan doesn't mean your team is underachieving. <laughs> Arsenal deserves to be at the top. And if you're a true Arsenal fan, you will know that that is true. You will know that Arsenal's season target is not finishing above Man U. Arsenal's season target is not scoring Man U at It's to win the league. It is for you to be competing for titles and winning trophies. That is Arsenal. That's the Arsenal I grew up watching. That's the Arsenal I was afraid of. That's the Thierry Henry, Dennis Beckham, Papa Wenger's Arsenal. Freddie comparing themselves to an underachieving Man United and Tottenham and Chelsea when they are dropping points and feeling good about yourself. You don't compare yourselves to people who have shine. You compare yourself to people who are doing big and strive to achieve that. That is what a big team does. Thank you, Danny. Now, the first time... Danny G. Look, the first time... My Osofone is wrong. No, you see, you see, don't... The priest will descend. You descend. When Jürgen Klopp stepped into Liverpool, his first press conference. Now, this is a manager who walked into a team that had finished outside the top four the previous season. He said, in, not his second or his third, when he started playing, he saw the team. His first press conference, when he just went in to introduce himself to the players, he walked into the press conference, he sat down. He said, and I quote, when I sit here in four years, I would say that we have won the title. If not, the next time I'll manage will be in the Swiss League. <laughs> in his first season, that season, he took over in October. That season, he finished Liverpool in the top four. He got to a Carabao Cup final. He got to a Europa Cup final. His second season, year two, he finished in the top four. Year three, he finished second in the league. One point behind Manchester City with 97 points. And he won the Champions League. And year four, just as he had predicted on his first day, that when I sit here in four years, I will say Trophy he, won, he had won the league, the first Liverpool league title. Oh, Tale. That is progress. That is a manager. That is progress. And numerous finals, please. Add it's it. not eight. Eight. And Klopp is going to his third Champions League final. Third Champions League final. And again, the league is going to be decided on the last day. That is a manager who, when he comes in with pedigree, because he had made mistakes in the past, he came with experience. He had made mistakes, he had built himself, he came. So when he saw the job at hand, he could boldly tell you that in four years, I'll sit here and we'll win the trophy. Arteta is an intent. I have no problem against him. I have nothing against him. But he's not ready for Arsenal. Just like Ole for Manu. Just like Lampard for Chelsea. Let him go and learn. Get somebody who is experienced. Because what it will take Arteta eight years to do, it will take an experienced manager just four years. Ateta will eventually reach there, but Arsenal will waste their time dilly dally, and a big team doesn't have time. They will be washing and wearing. Please, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Let's, that's that's let's go. Let me 
me just quickly run through the fixtures for the final day of the Premier League. Uh, it's a league title that's going down to the wire. Like I said, relegation places are for grabs. Top four spots are for grabs. Ateta! Mr. Wash and Where might just make it to the Champions League. Hold your horses there. So let me just go through the um, fixtures. Meanwhile, Judas has survived relegation. So there's that one too as well. Um, Iscariot. Iscariot is not going to the Championship. Arsenal, Everton. That's a game to look out for. We'll have our eyes on that game. There's Brentford Leeds United, Brighton West Ham, Burnley Newcastle, there's Chelsea Watford, there's Crystal Palace Man United, um, there's Leicester City Southampton, Liverpool Wolves, it's another game we'll have our eyes on. There's uh, Manchester City Aston Villa, we'll have our eyes on that one as well. And then Norwich Tottenham, Charlie, they say some food poisoning pie for the Tottenham there, so it'll be like more running stomach they go on for there. So we'll keep an eye on that game as well. That game could have major implications for Arsenal. So we will be keeping an eye on it. Ole Lumoko, no more ano sabuti. No more ano sabuti. Program there. It's been an no more treating overdrive. No more bashing. No more, no more, no more loves a No more, I know that we go. Yeah, just first and foremost, a very happy birthday to our three ben brothers. Koku Avle. Ben Koku Avle, general manager yeah, and host of City CBS, yeah, a great leader, a generational thinker, a very intelligent boss. Uh, we pray for more blessings for him. Uh, also, happy birthday to Richard Delasca. The Coco, the Coco, the Coco, the Rapata. The, the original owner of the Lafayette Association in Charlie, this office. Charlie. A great man indeed. And also to Erasmus Quau. Oh, Charlie! Yeah. Yeah. It's a day for great men. Yeah, he used to be a sports, a yes. member of our, our, uh, our beloved and honored desk. That's right. So, very happy birthday to Shout out to you, Erasmus. Yeah, well. big happy birthday. And a big happy birthday to my MP. Member of Parliament for Sisala is uh, Honorable Chenia is Haku. Oh. And today is his birthday as well. So too many people celebrating their birthdays today. We pray for God's blessings for you. Sunday we start coverage from 2 p.m. Build up to the 3 p.m. kickoff across England, uh, and then we we'll run all the way to 6 p.m. Then, uh, of course, uh, a scoreline will come, and you can call in and, and all of that. Next week, next Saturday, we have a season review show a big season review show uh, leading up to the Champions League final. We start at 3 p.m. next Saturday, and then we run all the way to 6 p.m. reviewing all the major uh, moments from the English Premier League from the last season and then we'll conclude with the Champions League final we're doing a special viewing at our rooftop here we're sending out some invitations and next Friday hopefully we can get to uh, choose a few people to join us here the rooftop is very small we wish we could do a much bigger one mm-hmm. uh, but we have to limit it because it's not you know, it's not as big as we would have wanted but um, we'll have a Champions League viewing event at our rooftop here but uh, be on the lookout for for tomorrow uh, sorry, for Sunday uh, and then, obviously, for next Saturday's big uh, season review on 97.3 City FM. So just we are updating you on all of these during the week, just so exactly. you are you are um, 
in line with everything that we are doing but thank you very um patawa wants to say shout out to fento for the nice things he's been posting on twitter looks like you've been posting inspirational stuff this week so big shout outs to you patawa, uh, behave yourself <laughs> <laughs> from benjamin patawa out there but thank you guys for doing the listening uh my name is benjamin Iketia. you had fento tahiru you had daniel Crante with the akko nana sermon coach christopher nimely and then of course nathan kwao as well The Premier League preview show comes up right after this. Enjoy. So probably brought to us by Bell Beverages. Keep your dial right here and keep doing the listening. City 97.3. Accra.